The woman with the white stick. She knew that was how most people saw her these days, so more often than not she preferred to stay alone in her flat listening to book after book. But today this just made her feel old and isolated. She was only thirty-four. No one seeing her now would believe she'd once had a life lived all over the world, good and bad. She'd seen it, she'd done it, she had the tattoo to prove it. But sometimes the memory seemed too colourful to be hers. Hating this frame of mind, she flung the ancient tape recorder to one side, bringing to an abrupt halt the droning voice of the book reader. The action pulled the corner of a faded throwaway from the arm of a stained and sticky sofa, left there by the landlord so his flea pit would qualify as a furnished one. Frowning, she looked around the room, thinking dryly how old habits die hard, as she could only see murky shapes at the best of times. In this light, however, only a dark, abstract picture of the shadows met her gaze, a picture that was probably better than the real thing. Putting the brakes on bitterness, the woman with the white stick decided she had to get out of there. Fumbling down the space between the armchair and the mottled wall, she cursed herself for not putting things back in the same place. If anyone suggested she might try developing a system, she always argued that just being blind didn't make you any good at it. Fair point, she thought now, but that didn't help her find her stupid shoes. After a hands and knees, fingertip search, any soccer would have been proud of, she pulled a pair of pumps from under the empty TV cabinet, shoved her toes in, and reached for her handbag, then groped around the sofa back and out of the living room. She felt her way down the hallway with its smell of wet socks and other people's cooking. Her mood lifted when she reached the frayed edge of the brown and orange carpet without tripping over any loose threads. This brought her up to the front door where she felt for the coats hanging like bunches of rags next to it. Hesitating, her hand hovered, and then she muttered, Why flippin' not? Almost reverently, she tugged at something behind last year's Oxfam special. It was a scarlet, soft-woolen relic from far-off better days. Wrapping up in the satin-lined warmth, she took a deep breath and smiled. Oh, the time she had in this coat! Then she began fiddling with a yellow lock and key. Her own front door banged shut behind her, automatically, creating a draft that disturbed crisp packets and chocolate wrappers, all of them collecting in the grubby corners of the entrance to this small lock of flats. Even less welcoming was the vile wind that forced its way through a pane of broken glass high up in the main front door. It took her a good hefty yank to pull this one open, allowing in a bigger gust which forced her chin down into the deep collars of her coat to escape it. No point in putting it off, she thought, and stepped twice down into the cracked pavement. It was bright but cold on the street of shabby shops, office blocks and burger bars, all built by people who never had to live, work or eat in them. The woman with the white stick made her way down, down, down the hill, like someone twice her age. She had to go so slowly to check her progress against the double yellow lines and to count the number of footsteps getting her to the zebra crossing.